Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy that you are here. Happy Thursday, you guys. It is a gloomy, rainy day here in Nashville, Tennessee. I swear to God, earlier today, I got so scared. The thunder that's happening right now is insane. It has been so hot these last couple days, so it is so nice to just have like a chill, cozy day. I woke up, I had a pumpkin spice latte, my first of the year, and let me tell you, it hit. It smacked. I made it in my kitchen with my little Keurig. I bought the pumpkin spice Keurig pods on Amazon, and I had one this morning. It was so good, and it set my day up for success, and here we are. So today, I am very excited about this topic. Funny story about this topic, actually. I reached out to you guys on the My Thoughts Exactly Instagram, and I had asked you guys what episode you wanted to see. I gave you two options, and guess what? 50 50 results <laughs> yeah exactly like right down the middle and not even like the number votes were like off it was like 50 percent on each one and they both had like 120 votes each literally down to the t so that did not help one bit but i got to choose the episode this week and then we're gonna do the other one next week so it's going to be fine. But as you can tell by the title of today's episode, today we are talking about a topic that I love to talk about. I love to talk about this with my friends. I love to talk about this with really anyone that'll listen. And I think it's a topic that doesn't get spoken about enough. And that is the whole idea of being the one that got away. And you can cue in that Katy Perry song right now. I listened to it the other day. And it's kind of like what made me think about this episode and why I think it's important to talk about. Before we get into it, I do want to say make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We post weekly every Thursday. You're not going to want to miss it. So with that being said, let's jump right on into it today. Being the one that got away. This is something that I think, like I said, is a very important topic that is not spoken about nearly enough. I think when talking about relationships and breakups and rejection and friendships, we hear a lot about how to get revenge and we hear about how to get them back, how to make them, you know, want us back, how to repair the relationship. But we never talk about something that I actually think is the most rewarding title that someone can have, which is being the one that got away. Now, what does it mean to be the one that got away? I think that this is something that's different for everyone, but for me, being the one that got away means being the one that they wish they could have had. And not even from like a revenge standpoint, it's more so being the one that continues to live their life and thrive without that person, you know, without the person who you thought you once wanted. You're letting the person who either rejected you or broke up with you or whatever the case may be, you're letting them see you in a light where they can see that you never needed them in the first place and that you're better off without them. And it doesn't have to be with any malice or bitterness. That's kind of something that I think is the difference between being the one that got away and being, you know, the one who's out to get revenge and being the petty one. You know, the one that got away, there's none of that. There's none of that negativity. There's none of that, you know, bitter energy in there. It's more so just living your life and letting them regret the choices that they made. And to me, it's a pretty rewarding title to carry. I think like this is the best 
title that you can have rather than being like the petty one or the one who's always going to get revenge or the one who like doesn't give a fuck it's like being the one that got away like who does not want to be that for someone I don't know. I think I do. Like, I I think that that's like the title that you want. So for me personally, like I said, I would 10 out of 10 times be the one that got away or want to be the one that got away rather than being the one who was trying to upkeep a one-sided relationship. Like, I don't want anyone to be able to look back on their time with me and say that I just couldn't let it go or that I was so crazy about them and so obsessed with them and blah, 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 blah. Which, first of all, it doesn't matter what other people say about you, but like, I don't don't want anyone to feel like they have that one up like that's how I you know I think about it in my mind like no one's going to be able to sit there and say that I you know was begged for them back and that I was so desperate and had that desperate energy because no like if someone does not want to be with you you have to let them I've been preaching this since day fucking one if someone is stupid enough to let you go you have to be smart enough to walk away and let them live with the regret that they're going to carry through that once they realize that you are better off without them and I think a lot of times for people who have like anxious attachment styles like myself like this past weekend a little side note I was actually I was getting dinner with friends and one of the girls there we were talking about attachment styles and one of the girls there was saying that she has an avoidant attachment style when it comes to relationships she's very cold she can you know shut things off very quickly whereas someone like me like I am very much the anxious attachment style I will you know overthink and overanalyze and drive myself quite literally into a spiral and so it was very interesting to hear someone's like different perspective and how they you know how they go about things I thought it was just a very interesting take because again that's not something that I can relate to so just love to hear it but anyways for someone who has an attention sorry an anxious attachment style like myself we have this tendency to always try and pick up the pieces when we feel like something isn't right when we feel like the relationship is slipping through our fingers or if we feel like we're on the rocks with somebody or if we feel like someone's quite simply doesn't like us anymore isn't responding to us or whatever the case may be and something that I've learned about this is that that type of like you know gotta fix it mentality a lot of times it can give desperate energy now there's nothing wrong with wanting to fix things I think that that needs to be made very clear there's nothing wrong with being the type of person that wants to fix that's different than what we're talking about. But I've noticed it a lot, like when looking in my past, you know, I see multiple relationships that I've had where it's like, you know, when things don't go right or if I felt like things were not going as smoothly as I wanted to, I would go into overdrive and I would do anything that I could, say anything that I could to try and fix things. And that is the perfect example of desperate energy which is what we don't want and that is the key word here energy we talked a lot last week about feminine energy masculine energy and I think that goes hand in hand in this as well like really tapping into your feminine energy when it comes to being the one that got away I think the two are very parallel but the energy that you put out into the world is going to be picked up by everyone around you so if you are giving off that desperate energy that's going to be noticeable people are going to be able to tell the person that you're trying to get attention from is going to be able to tell that. I was actually just having a conversation with um, a family member 
a couple days ago about that, how desperate energy is very easy. It's very easy to tell when someone has that desperation and being the one that got away, it means no desperate energy. We don't need the desperate energy. You take that energy that you would put into, you know, anxiously trying to pick up the pieces and you put it back into yourself. Now, a big part about being the one that got away falls into a method that I heard about, I think it was maybe like two months ago or something. I heard about it through TikTok and I heard about it through a woman named Mel Robbins, who is absolutely amazing. You can go find her on TikTok and she call, she talks a lot about this thing called the let them method. And the theory goes as follows. Basically, any time in life where you feel like things are not going your way, whether that is your friends are hanging out without you, whether that is someone who you're dating doesn't want to be with you anymore, the person that you're talking to, you know, isn't being as communicative, the person that you want to be with isn't showing that same amount of reciprocation, any facet in life. And it doesn't just have to be social. It can be, you know, career. It can be family. You know, there's it falls into everything. So whenever anyone is doing any of those things, you know, not including you, not reciprocating that energy, whatever it is, you let them. You don't try and change it. You don't try and freak out internally, externally. You just have to let them do it. And the reason being is that by letting them do what they want to do, which is out of your control, by the way, when letting them do that, you are going to be tapping into your inner peace, which is something that you can control. Even though it might not feel like it at the time, you could sit here and say, Savannah, when my friends are hanging out without me, that doesn't really give me that much peace. Or when he's not texting me back, that doesn't really give me a lot of peace. And I understand that. I totally, totally get it. But you have to remember that like there's only so much in life that you can control. And this is coming from a control freak. Go back and listen to the Confessions of a Control Freak episode. But there is only so much in life that you can control. You can't control what anyone else does. So you just have to let them do it. And then what you can control is your reaction to it. The reason why you let them is because people are going to do what they want to do anyways, no matter what. So what good is it going to do for you and your own inner sanity to constantly be wondering and worrying? And trust me, I am preaching to the choir. I get it. But I really think it's an important practice to practice. It's an important practice to practice um, because just for the sake of yourself and honestly, when you let people do them, when you let people do what they want to do, act how they want to act, their true colors are going to show. They're not going to feel like they have to put up a front. They're not going to feel like they're going to be judged. They're not going to feel like they have to put on an act. And so when they do that, you'll really be able to see who you're dealing with. And when you get into this let them mindset, you are really tapping into an individual energy that is not desperate, it is not needy, and it shows the other person that you value yourself over all else. Like, oh, you want to act up? Like, oh, you want to go, you know, that's what you want to do? That's how you want to act? Go do it. Just let them. Just let them. And then you can deal with, and then you can assess accordingly how you want to continue 
or not. So that's the number one thing that I have to say about how to be the one that got away. It is just having that energy, having that let them energy. You just have to let it go sometimes. And I know personally, just like a side little story time, in the instances where I have been in a conversation where it's like, the, it's giving very much like the last time we will ever speak. And it's giving very much like breakup, whether that's a relationship, situationship, whatever. Instead of, and this is if the other person is, you know, they are initiating this ending instead of freaking out instead of being why is that where did it go wrong what did I do what did I say how can I fix it da, 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 da. all you got to say is okay that's it and they are going to be shook trust me they're going to be shook and they're going to realize that they are losing something in that moment that did not need them right? And a lot of the times when dealing with certain personalities, they thrive off of this ego that they get when they think that people need them, when they think that people, you know, oh yeah, she can't live without me, whatever. They thrive off that. So when you hit them with the okay or with the that's fine, they don't know how to act. They don't know how to respond. And trust me, I have been in several situations where this has been the instance. I can think of one in particular. Oh my God, this made me so mad. Okay, I can think of one in particular where this was probably like, oh, how long? Like lifetimes ago, maybe like four years ago, three, three years ago, two, two, three. I don't know. It was in like 2021, I think. And I remember I was talking to this guy. We had been talking for months and I had like reached my limit. It was like driving me insane. I couldn't do it anymore. And I had called him, right? Like I called him to like end things, right? He could not handle that. I was the one who was doing the ending of this situationship. And I remember being on the phone with him and he was telling me like, yeah, my heart's just not in it anymore. Like, but you taught me so much, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, buddy, like I called you, but whatever, go off, have your little speech. And he was doing his speech, whatnot. And he's like, I just don't think that, you know, I can continue this. And I said, yeah, I know. Like, okay. And he goes, that's it. And I was like, yeah, what do you like? What do you want? Like, what do you, what do you mean that? Yeah, that's it. And he was like, I'm really surprised. Oh my gosh, you guys, this made me so mad. He goes, I'm really surprised about how you're taking this. Okay, first of all, I called you, but let's bypass that. And he goes, I'm really surprised about how you're taking this. And I go, well, what do you mean? And he was like, usually when I have this conversation, like, I'm so sorry, this is so common for you. But like, usually when I have this conversation, he goes, the person on the other end of the line is freaking out. They're freaking out. They're crying. They don't know what to do with themselves. And I'm just really surprised that you're taking it this way. And I remember being on the other end of the line and I was like, well, blank, his name. I was like, not to be a bitch, but this really isn't something that is getting upset over losing. And I remember the silence on the phone the tension on the phone, you could cut it with a knife because he could not believe that I did not care. Now, granted, were there tears that came after I hung up the phone? Yes. Was I upset? Yes. But the way that you 
give off but again it's all about energy giving off that like nonchalant energy and granted there is very much a difference between being the one that got away and then like being the cold-hearted bitch who like doesn't give a fuck about feelings and is like no fuck this fuck that there's a difference being the one that got away you still have feelings those still exist but it's about who you allow to access those feelings and access those emotions that's what the difference is and that's why i feel like being the one that got away is quite literally the best thing that could ever happen so that is another thing just to just to remember because obviously when you get off the phone with them when you end the conversation you can cry be upset grieve whatever it is do whatever you have to do but when it comes to that conversation in itself hold your ground you know show them that like you don't need them like you don't need anyone like you're cool you're good and then we move on then we move on and here's another thing to remember this is a big one they always come back they do. They always, 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 always come back. I can tell you that every time I have talked to someone, every single, not every single, there hasn't been that many, but like every, you know, relationship situationship that I have had since the time I was 16 years old, they have always come back. They just do. And usually it's when you least expect it. So don't worry about it. But I also want to say, do not spend the time between now and then figuring up like how to speed up the process. How can I get them to text me? How can I get them like, what can I say to get them, you know, excited or enticed or intrigued again? Like, don't think like that because when you do that, you're revolving your mindset around someone else and you're not able to focus on your own individuality and you're taking, again, the energy that you could be giving to yourself and you're putting it on them. And again, that taps back into that desperate energy and people can feel that. And think about it when you're sitting there and you are thinking about when they're going to come back, what they're doing, why aren't they texting you? Why aren't they doing this it's because they are giving a nonchalant energy it is because they are giving the i don't care vibes so give the same energy back reciprocate what you receive and people always come back when they realize what they've lost but that does not mean that you should let them come back you can have your little ego boost or whatever from when they do come back but really you shouldn't let them come back and you should revoke access make yourself something that is unattainable and let your revenge so to speak be that you moved on you are bettering yourself and let them live with that regret once they see that you have elevated yourself people want what they cannot have people want what they feel like is out of reach for them and when they see that you have moved on and are bettering yourself and reinventing yourself that is going to make you the one that got away. And when it comes to reinventing yourself, you know, personally, I always look for an excuse to reinvent myself, whether that is redecorating my bedroom or dyeing my hair or buying new clothes, whatever it is, do something that is going to make you feel different and make you feel like there is now a part of your life that they are not involved in. I remember like every time I would go through some sort of, you know, breakup or rejection or whatever, I would always change something. Something would change. It doesn't matter if it was my clothes. It does not matter if I put up, you know, a new decoration in my room. I changed the format of my room. I changed my sheets. I did something, not like wash them, but like actually change them. Like whatever it is, it's going to make you feel like there is now a part of your life that they are not included in, that they don't know about. 
that is what always made me feel really good because again, it was inviting new energy in and like getting rid of old energy. Like that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to go out with the old and with the new, like that's the vibes here. And when you're obsessed with yourself and obsessed with upgrading your life, people with similar mindsets and energy will be attracted to you. You're going to be inviting new energy in. And again, then we're going to say goodbye to the old energy and we're going to be the one that got away. What I also always like to do is go on a little social media cleanse. I like to just not be on there. I like to leave people with assumptions. I like to leave people questioning. Maybe not assumptions. That's not the right word. I just like to leave people questioning. Not like everyone, but like the people that I'm, you know, gearing this towards. I like to leave them questioning. Leave them wondering. Don't give them all the answers. They don't deserve all the answers. Let them question. Let them wonder where you're at, what you're doing. Again, that's a part of not being as easily accessible and easily attainable. You're going to give yourself more mystique, more mystery. You know, that's a part of being the one that got away. That's what it's really all encapsulating here is like being the person that they can't have anymore, right? They screwed up. They screwed up. Why would we give them access to that again? We shouldn't. We should not. And I know it's hard. Trust me. If anyone can tell you about this, it is me. I promise you. Like it is so hard sometimes to say no and to turn away because if you're like me sometimes you fantasize in the nostalgia you fantasize about the fact of like oh well we're always back and forth and we always it's like a push pull and we always find our way back together but sometimes that just means that you're not supposed to be together i think it's really easy to sit here and be like oh well we always find our way back we always find our way back but maybe it's because it's not working. (laughs) Like maybe it's because time and time and time and time again, you've tried and tried and tried and tried. And each time it does not work. So maybe it's just better when they come back the next time to be the one that got away. You know, there's only so many chances that you can give someone. There's only so many opportunities that you can give someone. And over time, using that let them mentality, you will see how someone acts. And you know, if it didn't work the first six or seven times, it might not be right. Things are not supposed to be that difficult when it comes to love and relationships. And I think a lot of times we hold on to this fantasy of almost like we romanticize this, you know, the breakup and get back together culture, you know, the always being on and off. We romanticize it because it's like the intensity and the adrenaline and we get all in our head about it. But I just you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said, yeah, like that's amazing and it's intense and it's like this and it's that. Now it's like, that's exhausting. Like how long are you going to be playing those games for? And a lot of times, once you get into that stability with that person, like it flatlines. It like, what's it called? Um, It plateaus. Yeah, sorry, vocabulary. It flatlines, it plateaus because when you're with that specific person, you guys are so used to a cycle of this push, pull, intensity, hot, cold, whatever. And so when you're just... So, and when you're just stable with each other, sometimes it just doesn't work. And I think that a lot of times we, again, romanticize that idea. We fantasize about, oh, it's going to be this and it should be this and whatever. But sometimes... It just is what it is. Sometimes you are just going to be the on and off person with someone else. Sometimes you are going to have those what ifs. 
And I say what ifs, but then I think about it because I've, I've been, you know, having these conversations a lot with like friends and stuff. When you think about like, okay, I don't want to have any what ifs. I don't want to have any doubts. I don't want to have any of this. When you're talking about having what ifs in an on and off relationship, you're really not having any what ifs. There's no what ifs. You've done it before and it probably is going to be the same over and over and over again. So I don't think that there is many what ifs in this scenario, in that, you know, type of relationship. And instead of constantly cycling through that and honestly exhausting yourself, first of all, you're taking that energy and you're putting it into this little roller coaster of emotions. Second of all, you're closing yourself off to what could be with other people who aren't, you know, giving you that same roller coaster, but are giving you more stability and I think that that's something that comes with like age and maturity and time as well as you realize that like the up and downs aren't as great as like actually just being stable (laughs) and just being in a happy healthy relationship and that's not to say that when you're in a on and off relationship that it can't be healthy and happy but I just encourage you to actually think about this like when you're in those off stages and when you know they come trickling back because like I said they always do they always come back every single one of them they will always come back so again when you're in these on and off relationships you know you're giving that energy to your you're giving that energy to this person who's an emotional roller coaster and you're really just recycling it rather than giving it back into yourself and to new people and new opportunities. And I think that instead of doing that, I encourage you to try to be the one who got away. And I think being the one that got away is a mindset. I think it's a decision that you make. I think it's, you know, I'm not going to recycle the same scenario over and over and over again. And instead, you've had your time, you had multiple tries, like, or one, whatever it is. This doesn't even have to be in a situation where you're in an on and off relationship. This very much could just be like a one time, like one and done breakup. And you can have that same one that got away energy. I think that it's incredibly important. I think that it really allows you to tap back into yourself, tap into your feminine energy, which we talked a lot about last week. And I think that it is just, I think it's the best thing ever. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't want to be the one that got away? And again, maybe you don't, maybe you want to call it something else, but I think that being the one that got away, honestly, just encapsulating it all just means focusing on yourself, not worrying about the past, focusing on your future, not giving your energy to people who don't deserve it, revoking access to the people who have been draining your energy and reinventing yourself and evolving yourself for the betterment of yourself and your future. So that you guys is going to be it today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Again, if you are new here, hi, my name is Savannah and I am your host of My Thoughts Exactly. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly on the podcast every Thursday as well as the YouTube video version as well. And you're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one and I hope to see you there. Bye guys.